Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to the Drag Hour where it is finished Porto 1. Arsenal nil. Not the big return to the Champions knockout stages that, that we were hoping for. Actually, pretty disastrous night in the end for Arsenal. I'm laughing, but I don't feel very happy. I have to say, it was not what we were all hoping for when we arrived here tonight. All the hype, lots of it. I was feeling positive. That's probably the, full, the reason Arsenal lost this, because when I feel positive, uh, things tend to go wrong. That's why I prefer being a pessimist, but... Yeah, not a good one for Arsenal tonight. They really struggled. The, the frustrating thing is, look, they should have just walked away from here with a nil-nil draw. It was a horrible game. Really, really horrible game. Stop, start, foul after foul after foul. Stoppage after stoppage after stoppage. Just take the nil-nil, get back to North London and do the job there. But they shot themselves in the foot, deep into injury time. It was a brilliant goal from Galano to win it, literally with seconds remaining. But Arsenal had the ball in their own half. Gabriel Martinelli decided to try a crossfield pass to Bakaya Saka rather than just keeping it. That pass got cut out. The ball got worked to Galano. Got a lot of time to take his shot. And it was a brilliant shot. I've seen a lot of criticism for David Raya. I don't really see why, I have to say. And lots of people are trying to explain it to me on social media. But I keep seeing it. I keep watching the replay. And I'm not sure what Raya does wrong. It's a brilliant cross. There's so much wrong brilliant shot sorry there's so much wrong with that goal from an Arsenal point of view plenty of errors but I don't really see David Raya as one of them what David Raya did as one of them it was just a brilliant brilliant finish bent right into the side netting by Galano who did produce an incredible double miss in the first half he certainly made amends of it for this one and that has left Arsenal with it all to do now when they go back to North London for the second leg in three weeks time like I said it was just a game to take the nil-nil the way it had gone how stop-start it was, how Arsenal just, I mean, they just couldn't do anything. Porto, fair play to them. They really did stifle Arsenal. They put in a hell of a performance, Porto. Didn't ever look like winning it, really, or scoring a goal, especially in the second half. 
but they put in a hell of a defensive performance. They didn't stop working. They shut Arsenal's space down all the time. Like I said, they frustrated by going down, winning free kicks, winning fouls, making the game as scrappy as it possibly could, as they possibly could, and it worked for them. But it was still gonna be nil-nil to go to North London, and Arsenal would have been overwhelming favorites to go through had that been the case. I'm sure they're still gonna be favorites to go through, but they've certainly got a lot of work to do now, and they're gonna to have to play a hell of a lot better than they did here, because they did not play well. I mean, they went into it full of confidence, 21 goals in five games, five wins out of five to start the year, but, all the good movement that we'd seen against Burnley and against West Ham and the goals that were flying in, there was none of that today. And you have to give Porto credit to that. I think they worked very well on what they could do to stop Arsenal. Um, but Arsenal needed to play better. They needed to move the ball quicker. They just needed a little bit more in the final third to actually look like a threat. Because Porto weren't great by any means. They just put in a good defensive performance. But had Arsenal played to how we know they can play, they could have comfortably won this game. But for me, the frustrating thing is the fact that they've just gone and lost it. You know, again, you just take the draw. Is it naivety on Gabriel Martinelli's part? Potentially. I mean, he had a poor game. All three Arsenal forwards had a poor game. Saka, Martinelli, Trossard, uh, Havertz as well behind. None of them played well. But I think it is. you have to put it down to a bit of naivety from Gabriel Martinelli for me. Because an experienced player in that position, in a two-legged game, when you're just seconds away from drawing the first leg away from home, you just do not give that ball away. You don't try a risky crossfield pass to Bakaya Saka that gets cut out. You just keep it, run the clock down, take the door, draw, get back in the changing room, go home and get the job done in North London. But he didn't do it and Arsenal were punished for him. Mikel Arteta speaking after the game, said that they'll learn from it. He said that they'll learn from what Porto did and they'll come back and be a much, much better team in the game at the Emirates. Well, they're gonna need to be. And uh, yeah, like I said, work to be done on this one. I'm gonna do a much longer video tomorrow. I mean, this is gonna go out pretty late, this one now. So I imagine most of you are gonna be in bed, so you're not really gonna watch it, but I wanted to put something out anyway, but I will get back to the hotel and I'll do a much more in-depth reaction to what has happened here tonight. If you wanna get involved in that, if you wanna have your say on what you saw tonight, what Arsenal need to do to improve, you know, who played well, who played poorly, let me know your thoughts in the comments below and I'll try and pull a few of them together to include in tomorrow's show before I fly back to London. Um, but yeah, I will do a much more detailed piece because I want to talk about this a lot more in depth because I think it deserves to be talked about a lot more in depth and it is pretty late now. So I'm gonna have to get this done, get this uploaded and head back to the hotel before uh, flying back to the UK tomorrow. But I will now go through my Arsenal player ratings. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
Okay, I'm gonna start with David Raya, and this one I'm sure is gonna generate a debate, and I'm gonna be really interested to see what you guys say in the comments below about David Raya, because like I said, I'm surprised by some of the negative reactions to the goal that I've seen on social media on David Raya, because I just don't know what he does wrong. He's, everyone's saying, oh, his positioning's there, his jump's not great, but it's just a brilliant, brilliant finish from a guy from 25 yards who's bent it basically into the side netting of the court. It was just a fantastic goal, so I'm just not sure. And I thought David Raya had a good game, to be honest. I thought it was one of Arsenal's better players. I had him on seven out of 10 in my player ratings. Um, maybe, I don't know, I'm not, maybe I'm not great at analysing goalkeepers or what, or what they're doing in terms of their dives, but I just don't see where the area is. It feels like people are criticising just for the sake of criticising them. There's plenty of, plenty wrong with that goal, but I'm not sure David Raya, in my mind anyway, is. So I gave David Raya a seven out of 10. Um, ben White, I thought, struggled in the first half. So did William Saliba, both of them misplaced passes and misjudgment a couple of times. It just kind of symbolised Arsenal's play. They just weren't on it. Some of the real key players who you know you see do it week in, week out, they just weren't on it. And Saliba and Ben White, I think, were, were certainly part of that. So I gave Ben White a six. I gave Saliba a six. Like I said, some really uncharacteristic stuff from Saliba. I thought he improved in the second half, no doubt about it. But first half, I don't know if it was nerves or what, the occasion got to him. But I didn't think it was his best performance by any means uh, tonight. I gave him a six. Gabriel was by far the better of the two, I thought. He did miss a good chance in injury time. Just before Porto won it, Gabriel popped up pretty much unmarked in the set in the um, penalty area from a free kick. I think it was Martin Odegaard and he put it over. He would have been really disappointed with that. And that was just before Porto scored. But I did think defensively he had a good game. Gabriel Martinelli who was Arsenal's best defender on the night. I gave him a seven. Kivior, I gave a five. But he really struggled second half. He got booked, and I don't know if that impacted him a little bit and had a negative effect on his game, but I thought Porto seemed to target him a little bit after that. Conceição gave him some trouble on a few occasions, and um, it wasn't the best of nights for Kivio. He still he worked hard, he kept going, but um, yeah, he could have moved the ball a bit quicker in the first half to Martinelli as well at times down the left-hand side. I just thought he was a little bit off it, Kivio, like a lot of players in the Arsenal team, so I gave him 8-5. Declan Rice, I thought, was again Arsenal's best player produced a really brilliant block in the second half after Kivior got beaten by Conte Sal down the right hand side did a really good block at the near post to stop what could have been a goal um, there and he sort of I thought he kept the ball moving well um, and was Arsenal's best player but that's not saying much because Arsenal didn't really have too many good players on night so I gave Declan Rice a 7 out of 10 as my man of the match uh, Havertz I thought struggled he just wasn't really in the game he missed one good chance in the first half from a set piece when he got his header wrong right at the end of the first half put it past the far post um, kind of sliced off the side of his head. Um, other than that, you know, he typically, you know, he worked hard like everyone did, but it just wasn't really paying off for him. He never looked a threat in open play. I gave Havertz a five. Odegaard, I thought, was probably the most likely to open up Porto if anyone was going to do it. That's no great surprise. Uh, a couple of good set pieces in from him, um, and his, you know, his pressing was fantastic as always, but you know, not his best performance. I gave Odegaard a six. And then the front line really, really disappointed all of them. I thought Saka was poor all night. Porto played him very, very well. Didn't give him any much space at all. You know, he's been flying coming into this Saka. Been playing so well week in, week out, but just not tonight. It wasn't his day. It wasn't his day. I gave him a five out of ten. Trossard really struggled. He just wasn't in the game. Drifted deep a few times to try and get the ball because he was getting no service. To be fair to him, in the final third, so he was dropping deeper and deeper at times. Um, he had one chance from a corner where he sliced over, he took it first time. I think the referee gave a foul anyway, so even if he'd scored, I don't think it would have counted. But the fact, the way that he sliced it high and wide kind of summed up his and Arsenal's day. Uh, so I gave Trossard a five and Martinelli, I gave a five as well. None of them, just the front three, they just didn't really have any sort of impact on the game. There was occasions when they were, they did get the ball in a little bit of space. The wingers had a chance to run at their man, but... 
you know, Porto defended them really, really well. So as much as I'm, you know, I'm a bit critical of what Arsenal's forwards did today, I think the Porto, Porto defenders deserve a lot of credit because they really did work consistently for 90 minutes. They never let it slip, never really gave Arsenal a chance, and they deserve a lot of credit for that. Only one sub from Mikel Arteta, Jorginho came on, misplaced a couple of passes within a few minutes, which I think, again, summed up the performance. Bit surprised Arteta didn't make more changes. I think he was quite happy with the draw, the way the game was going. Instead of try, trying to go to win the game, he sort of he, he didn't change things up, even though the attack was looking very, very blunt. He kept them all on the all, all on the bench, all the um, reserve substitutes like uh, Smith Rowe, Reese Nelson, Eddie Nketiah. None of them came on, which I think said a lot about what Arteta was thinking of the game. He was just going to happy to take the nil-nil as well, but um, maybe he could have changed things up. So yeah, not the greatest tonight for Mikel Arteta again in a knockout stage in a European game. He has now got a lot of work to do. He's going to get his got to get his team up. He's got to get him firing for the second leg because if not they're staring at another round of 16 defeat in the Champions League and that is not what we're all hoping for given the confident mood we all came into this game with all right that's it for me like I said I'm going to head back to the hotel now I'm going to do far more in-depth video tomorrow that's going to be far less shaky as well because I'm not going to have to hold the camera <laughs> which will be a good thing for you guys probably a much more pleasant viewing experience and if you do want to get involved in that like I said leave a comment below give me your thoughts on the match and what you've seen tonight and I'll try and include some of it in the show from here at the Drag Owl, it's finished Porto 1, Arsenal 0. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.